Welcome to the Poetry Drip. I am Paula Corteanu, and this is your new episode of Poems to Ignite Your Soul. Today we have a very special guest, a beautiful lady named Sylvia Bervoet from Belgium. Sylvia is a transformational coach that focuses on both personal and team development. She's a mother of three young adults, which is an award and achievement in itself, if I may say that. <laughs> Thank you. And she helps bring people back into their heart space and out of their busy mind. Sylvia, welcome to the Poetry Drip. Oh, thank you so much, Paula. Thank you so much, Paula. It is a, a real honor to be here. Um, when you invited me, I, I'm, I'm looking for it as of that moment. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you came to the podcast, Sylvia. You know, I've met you through Mind Valley. We're both into personal development and growth. And I, I remember you joining the poetry club for, for the first time. And um, just your energy was so outgoing and um, you just don't hold back in mirroring to people the beauty that you see um, and I always say it takes one to know one you know and I'm really glad you joined the club because uh, since then you were one of my favorite poets <laughs> and you're also one of the most consistent I have to give you kudos for that which is not easy. You're a coach, you're a fully busy mother, and you still make time to take care of your soul, which is really, really commendable. And I admire that a lot about you. Yeah. So Sylvia, tell us a little bit um, first about how did you get into coaching? And then maybe how did you get into poetry? Yeah. Well, coaching, um, you know, I'm actually already a, a coach, a sports coach, when I was a small or smaller, young, a young, uh, young adult. When I was a young adult, I was a, I was a basketball uh, trainer and coach wow. uh, from young girls. That was really a fun time. Um, I even gave aerobic classes when I was dancing. Um, so you know this 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 whole um, sharing knowledge uh teachings is 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 there with me for a very long time and um and a professional coach um that's uh, already a few years ago now like in um huh, 2000 and well let's say 2016 um i was um it was already it was prepared uh, i was already busy and and then that was the that was the click uh, after uh, a, uh, a training of uh, family and systemic constellations. That really started, ignited the whole thing. Um, so that's the coaching part. For the, the, the training that I'm actually training companies, training teams that I'm already doing a bit longer. That's already as of, let's say, 2003. Uh, I got the opportunity in the company I was working for, international company. So for them, I, I was, uh, I was uh, traveling and, uh, and working with different teams. So that's already a little bit longer. Then came a break. <laughs> I became the logistic manager of our family. And mm -hmm. uh, I was the, the, the driver, the, the, the cook, everything. So that was really a lovely time. Wow. And I loved it when 
you acknowledge me for listening to you know my soul because that's that happened at a certain moment i i loved i love being a mother and i said to myself but there's so much more to me so i really wow. needed to 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 get back i wanted to work i wanted to work with other people as well and that's uh and that's fortunately what happened that's an incredible thing to admit and say publicly because um, many of us as mothers were looked down upon if you know after a while we want to get back to work um, it's this pressure of you know being the perfect carer and um, sometimes I'm sure you've experienced as well there's this conflict where but that should be enough but it isn't because it's not we're mothers and women and wives or partners and most importantly we're ourselves aren't we so absolutely we lose sight of that so thank you for reminding yeah. us of that today Sylvia so I found it really uh, amazing that you were a basketball coach I didn't know that about you I knew you were <laughs> into dancing before but basketball amazing so you've always yeah. been kind of drawn into the body aspect of things right would you say yeah. you're quite a physical person um yeah the dancing as well uh dancing i i also so these uh i love i loved sports um and now you know being a coach also it helps me to mm. help other people to listen to their bodies again and like you said you know people uh, nowadays were so in the mind mm. um and um so important to come back into the body and and, and work from there because the mind alone cannot do it. It's too difficult. Life, life is complicated. Life is life a lot more than the mind, isn't it? That's amazing. Oh. Yes, you did say that when we were talking a little bit before uh, the podcast. You like to bring people back into their heart space. Yes. How much? I'm interested in that. How much is the body related to bring us back into ourselves, if anything? And I'm saying heart space as ourselves our inner selves um if i look at the, the teams uh, for instance online workshops that i give um it is the, the body is something that is recognizable for everybody uh heart space is already a little bit difficult oh yeah i have a heart somewhere you know if you're very much in the mind you forget but okay your body you see you can feel you can touch it and talking also about stress, this is really something that I started to do, uh, I don't know, about one year ago, I really bring in breathing. Wow. It's like two or three minutes. It's nothing more. I just say to them, you know, when we talk about stress, uh, increasing resilience, um, I said, you know, we forget it, but breathing is so important and then I asked them to close their eyes for a moment I said, just bear with me just bear with me because people find it strange you know they're not at all for that in in in, in a company coaching in a company training and I said just bear with me you know so close your eyes and just follow your breathing is it high is it in your throat is it in your in which level is it and now that you're conscious where it is can you bring it down for those people that feel that their breathing is actually shallow and uh, and by doing that they go to their heart space because they start to listen to themselves their, their inner selves and the 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 level of of stress is going down 
And just by breathing and just by going down into your body, mm. you know, it pe people become aware. People become aware. So I give them also when it's a coffee break, I say to them, okay, guys, remember the breathing? Okay, yeah, I, get, I give you an assignment. When you take your coffee or your water, you know, you open a window. If you can, you know, step inside your, step outside in your garden. If not, you know, just open a window, breathe. When you come back, I want you to tell me what it smells like out there. And so the people come and they say, you know, we were all in the pandemic. Everybody was working from home. This was such an interesting thing to see. People came back and they said, I forget to breathe. I simply forget to breathe during the day. Thank, thank you for this. I will open my window more often and just breathe in and be conscious of it. Wow. That, that is, um, that's such, again, an amazing reminder. I think breathing it's one of the most overused but underestimated tool that we have you know everybody talks about breathing but nobody actually does it this is what <laughs> I find yeah we all talk about it we know it's a great meditation tool and people have been breathing into their navels since you know before we could say yeah. our names but Absolutely right. And I, I know where you're coming from. We do forget to breathe and our breathing is shallower and shallower and shallower. And it seems to me that with that, also our experiences get shallower. The way mm. we interact with one another gets shallower. Interesting, yeah. interesting remark. Yeah. And, and also, you know, a very important thing of, of bringing your breath deeper mm. is that your amygdala, is, uh, is not so quickly uh, used anymore. So the amygdala is responsible for the fight, flight, freeze uh, reactions. And by breathing and just going slower for a moment, you bring your whole system lower. So that is, yeah, and, and, and I like it when you say, you know, the, 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 the synchronicity, let's say, between breathing deeper connecting deeper with the others as well there is a i think there's a synchronicity in that but also in ourselves um so when i first asked you what would be the connection between body and heart space and mind we got here and it seems it is the breath it's almost like a, a portal the breath is the portal to to connect all all three and um, the reason I started with that, because you started with the basketball and dancing, and it's amazing. See, as, as children, we're in our bodies a lot more. And I suppose we breathe differently. Babies breathe differently, don't they? Then as we grow up, we forget it. So yes, thanks, Sylvia, for that, that reminder. Um, yeah, just breathe. Could take a few and, and you know I can you know you I, you're, you sit here opposite and I see and I hear your talent the way you describe already <laughs> the body the heart and the mind and the way you describe it it's a poet it's poetry in itself <laughs> I am uh, I'm a fan um, every time that I and I hear on the on the podcast poetry drip or in, you know you read the poems in in the poetry club or you know I just read them somewhere I bump into somewhere I always think my how is she doing it you are so gifted you're so talented I'm so happy 
that you take the courage, that you took the courage, sorry for that, in, and, and started all that. And, and all Very the creations fine. that you, that you, you know, all the, the path and, and, and thanks to you, you know, you, you stimulated, you inspired me in, in, in writing it and, and, and reading it in front of the poetry club. And it doesn't matter, you know, that, that I am, um, you know, I'm, I'm not there where you are yet. I'm coming. I'm coming. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a few. I have a few poems that are that I really, really enjoy. That are really like and really proud of. So there's no there's no problem. And and you know what? That's good. We need to inspire each other. That's what that's what we're here for. You know, you inspire me, and I hope that you said I inspired you. I was so I was so touched. Mm-hmm. this is what you do that's why i said to you so we at the beginning you mirror what you see in others in such a generous way you don't hold back and um, again what you see in me you have it thank you so much for the appreciation (laughs) i've done (laughs) no you brought this into poetry because you know this is what i was going to ask you about next how did you get you know from i was a basketball coach and dancing and then you know, being a, a business coach and working a company and then being a mother. And then you somehow ended up writing poetry. Please tell us. We want to know. I really like to ah. about how poetry infiltrated into people's lives. It's- yeah. Um, we, we come to a, to a vulnerable part of me uh, in that case. Um, because it was... It, it, um, you know, as a child, this is also why I'm a transformational coach today. Well, why I grew into being a transformational coach um, is that um, I had this 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 belief as a child that I was not enough, that um, uh, that I needed to prove myself, that nobody loved me. Uh, it, it it wasn't true, right? It wasn't true. I was just not capable of seeing it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, maybe it was the perfectionist in me at the time, you know, that said, oh, I made a mistake. So nobody loves me. Um, and, and as a, um, you know, to, to write down what I felt, it's, it's very difficult to write down when you're hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole phrases just don't do it. The, the, there's, you, you, and it has to go out fast somehow. You know, you, you want to write it down and, and you, it needs to be short because it has to go out. And, and that's, I think, when I started to write little, little poems. So, you know, just short free verse phrases because I didn't have the time to ha- make it rhyme. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried sometimes to rewrite it to make it nicer. But um, yeah, now I know also that it, that, that it was called free verse. So I'm, I, I started young. I started in my, my, uh, my teenage years. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. When was the first time you shared what you were writing? Was it at the club mm-hmm. or did you ever read it to someone else? Or, or was this just you being vulnerable and was it just for yourself? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Oh, what a question. I have to go back. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe with a friend at the time, I would now and then read the, the poem, you know, if I would feel, okay, you know, I can share this. But I think that most of the poems were just, you know, like journaling, a way for me to, to journal. Um, and then for a very, very long time, I didn't do 
anything with it, anything. I didn't write poems anymore. I, I didn't, I didn't. And um, well, actually, since the Mind Valley and, and where we met, and then I heard that you were doing the poetry club, um, I said, uh, ah, you know, I'm, I'm coming and I, I will listen. And, and then somehow, thanks to your generosity, and there's no judgment in the poetry club. So it doesn't matter if, it, if it's short or long, is it, you know, it doesn't, if it rhymes or it doesn't rhyme, it's all there. It's a platform of expression. And that, that is so, so empowering. And so I, I started again, I, I, I dared again to, to let those thoughts uh, flow. Um, yeah. It's really interesting that you said for a very long time you didn't share it with anyone and probably you would read uh, a very non-agental friend um, what was it like for you to express yourself so vulnerably in front of other people who you've never met I'm thinking of your first reading in the poetry club and I think it was about your dream what, what was your experience yeah. of Huh. Um, I felt it was easier for me because nobody knew me, mm -hmm. nobody had a background, and everybody was just there in in this 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 um, yeah energy of sharing and receiving and just listening, and um, and so when 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 I saw that because there were more people sharing uh, um, before I even shared, um, and that everybody was so ha. Huh, in French, we would say accueillant. So, you know, so in a mode of just receiving, I thought that was so beautiful. Um, I am I'm used to, to a kind of a public, you know, in my workshops, people are there, they're sitting there. Uh, when, when, when I was dancing uh, on stage, you know, giving performances, people were sitting there. And I, I, I kind of always like this, 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 yeah, this way of sharing, sharing in front of a public. And um, so that part was not at all scary. And I loved the part that nobody knew me. And, and, and there was just no judgment. There was just enjoyment. Oh, Joy. Is enjoyment even a word? <laughs> it, is, it is. We made the one. If it isn't, we're allowed. In the spirit of free verse, we just yes. words. We're creating. This is the creativity in us. I loved something you said about everybody being in a receiving energy. That's, um, I think that's probably one of our, my biggest challenges as a human being, being in a, in a receiving capacity. Because I find we're very quick to give. We're quick to put ourselves out there. But at the same time, we censor so much what we put out there. Like you said, it was easier because you didn't really know anyone. So it didn't yeah. really matter, right? Whereas yeah. in a dance performance or in any other performance, say you're in a business meeting or at work, you have your persona, which everybody's used to. You know what you're going to say and you know what the answer will be most likely and you prepared mm -hmm. for it. So in a sense, you're not taking any risks. Yeah. But I find <laughs> when you write poetry, you take a very big risk because literally that's your soul on paper. 
you know yeah I didn't really realize that (laughs) but I love how you said um you know you you felt you know the freedom the freedom in it um and the fact that you were just being received as you are with no judgments that is a really you know that is a really um amazing thing to hear because I don't know of many places where you can just be yourself with no judgment yeah oh you know you say that and I am I am one of those lucky people who are starting to find more and more circles Mm. where I can be uh be myself um and 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 share what I know um and and I I wish that I wish that for everybody you know, if, if somebody out there is listening and didn't find it yet, keep mm. on looking because we are there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Please do reach out to us. Do reach out to Sylvia. She's an amazing coach and just an amazing person to know. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you don't have to do it alone is what I was going to add to that. Nothing yes. can be done alone. I agree that some things in life we do alone, but those are every what 10 years <laughs> uh, <laughs> most of the time we don't have to be alone and um yeah i hope people open up more to that and i speak from personal experience here because if you looked at me uh, maybe two years ago even three years ago i would have never done a poetry club or uh, wrote about things like love freedom pain and uh, choice or recently standing in front of an audience and sharing <laughs> your your poems yes yeah. that was quite the experience of standing in front of an audience or the stage and reading poems yeah so i think we have to let it flow let it flow that's why yeah. sylvia sylvia yeah. what are you going to read for us today in the spirit of letting it flow and sharing with people oh letting it flow and sharing uh yeah, and, and, and anyway, yeah, we already, I, I showed already some vulnerability. So, uh, yeah, I, I, have, I have two in, in front of me. Um, hmm. And in one is, the, is, is, a, is a dragon, <laughs> and the other one is the scorpion. Um, <laughs> do, do, you, do you have a preference? Um. I wrote about the dragon recently. So let's see what your dragon is saying. Okay. So that's that's the dream. That's the dream. Amazing. The dream has to come out. The dream has to come out. Yes. Okay. We're so. ready for you, Sylvia, whenever you're ready. Okay. I am watching my body. My legs are turning into a tree and roots are growing through the earth's crust to the center and beyond they grow. I am carrying the earth in my belly. I am watching my earth belly and I'm riding a white horse. In the front behind the next are more horses and we gallop as one fast over plains, free. Then we split to the right, to the left and Pegasus is going straight up in the air. I'm watching and feeling the wind We are turning into a white, transparent dragon, higher and higher, and we turn into a veil between the stars. And together with the stars, the veil enfolds the earth. We are descending 
from dark to light. I'm watching how when the veil touches the earth, I turn back to Sylvia. The speed is so high, I'm running until I can slow down. Freedom, victory, energy, joy, jumping and cheering, exhilaration. There's no sound that translates what I experience. And so I do not utter one word. My arms up, my face up, and I just breathe. Oh. Wow, this always gives me the goosebumps and I've heard it twice and I remember you reading it uh, for the first time in the group and everybody said, read it again, read it again. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that, that was such a surprise to me mm. that, uh, that a dream that I had and that it, I put it down in this kind of free verse and then other people say, can you read it again? And they just wanted to be taken with, with me on, in this dream. You know, it, it, they, they, they felt like they were in the dream and that they were just traveling with me around the world, the planet, the, 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 running in the, in the planes. Um, yeah. And just was... breathing. And isn't that amazing? Because we talked about breath earlier and... Uh... We did say we'll decide in the moment what you will read, and somehow yeah. you read about your dream about yeah. writing Pegasus and breathing. Is to you, and yeah, poetry still uh, gives me the possibility to in a in a, in a in a in a fast fast way i don't know why fast is so important right so in a in a fast way to get my get all these thoughts somebody one day said to me you your thoughts are like quicksilver they go so fast from left to right from left to right so in order to to grasp that those thoughts and not to lose it i have to write it fast because else slips it slips away and that poetry is for me to be able to express those fast and and and, and strong sometimes really strong feelings that i have and, and and put it onto paper and and be able to share it with others um and hopefully people will have a travel with us in uh, in my dream uh, that's a beautiful description of poetry Yes, fast is important to all of us, um, I suppose, because we spend so much time in the rest of the life, right? When yeah. we would literally be way too busy to catch our thoughts. And poetry gives that depth and um, fastness in a sense of the concentration of a verse you know, can can give you a feeling that other people need to write 500 pages about, right? So that's the beauty, um, beauty of poetry. Um, yeah. Not that there's something wrong with prose, it's just that- Oh no, I love, I love to read. <laughs> yeah, we do live in a fast, fast-paced world. And um, I think this is why this podcast exists, to slow us down and to bring people like you who, 
like you said, uh, bring people back into the heart space yeah. and slow down. And breathe. Breathe. <laughs> Beautiful, Sylvia. Sylvia, loved having you on the podcast. Um, it, it's been really, really a pleasure to have you as a guest. And what you so brought much. today is an amazing gift that we'll all receive with open arms. Sylvia. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Paula. Oh, please tell, tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you, perhaps um, by your company Talent Unlimited. Yeah, I, you can always uh, write me an email, Sylvia, and that's with a Y, uh, Sylvia at talentunlimited.be. Um, I'm, I'm also on LinkedIn and Instagram and normally I'm, I'm working on my own name. So you will, uh, you will find me and you're very welcome to reach out. Sylvia, once again, thank you so much. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode um, and I hope that you remember to breathe and yes. until next time, take care of your poetic souls. Thank you.